Hi, and welcome to CCN Talks. This is a podcast series by the Cambridge Consulting Network, where we interview our consultants, engagement managers, and clients about their experiences working on projects with CCN. My name is Kenji, and I'm one of your hosts today. I'm the Vice President of Digital Innovation at CCN, and I'm currently in my third year studying Natural Sciences at the University of Cambridge. This year, I'm going to be specialising in Material Science. Hi, my name is Karthik, and I'll be hosting this episode alongside Kenji today. I'm the President of CCN, and I have been with CCN for two years. My journey with CCN started off with a project working for Jaguar Land Rover, and here I am. After being VP of flagship projects, I'm currently leading the society as president. I'm a finally PhD student in electrical engineering, developing next generation power devices to enable efficient electrification across various applications. In this episode, we'll be interviewing Brandon Neo. Brandon worked as a consultant on one of our CCN projects with HSBC. In Michaelmas term 2020, this project involved researching the digitalization of private banking and more specifically the drivers of client experience. Hi, Brandon. Thanks so much for joining us today. Yep. Hi, uh, it's been great to join you. And uh, yeah, uh, looking forward to our conversation today. Yeah. Super. So our first question is sort of a general one. Um, so we'd like you to sort of tell us about your role on the project you worked in and sort of the general role of a consultant in CCN. Right. Uh, so yeah, the project I worked on was a HSBC project to kind of look at, uh, look at their digitalization capabilities and do a bit of competitive research on that. I'll say um, the role of the consultant really is to provide that external perspective uh, from the client. Um, like the client, they have their own ways of working and they have their own culture. So they have a certain perspective of their verticals. And the consultants, we just come in with that external perspective, uh, bringing in our backgrounds, which uh, may provide a new perspective, like maybe in fintech or something like that, to this project. And uh, kind of like just work on the deliverables that, that we have and really structure out a project. So I would say the consultant's role is to provide the external perspective as well as just work out um, a set of research kind of like questions or guidelines to deliver something that the client will be happy about that they can consider in their future plans. How did you find working on the project? What was it? Because you mentioned sort of trying to understand the client's culture. What, was that something that was difficult to do or was that sort of the easy part of the project? I think um, the project overall was a great experience, right? Um, I'll say specifically this project, maybe the difficulties was that uh, we are working with a bank, right? Like a private bank and they have like quite a lot of divisions, right? Like cus- customer relations, the digital experience group. And um, they also have an external consultant, Fintama, that's also working with them on that project. So I felt like there were a lot of stakeholders. So I think a unique thing about this project, I guess, is um, just the fact that um, you have to keep in mind that you have to deliver your deliverable to many different offices and like repeat that and also kind of understand how each stakeholder is kind of going into it. And I think this is quite true for even like, like strategy projects that like management consultants do. Um, when they do it with banks, they always tell me that, oh, the many offices, that aspect of it like, makes it quite difficult. But I think um, it was quite a good, um, like, I guess, experience in this case. I think uh, Campbell, our engagement manager, did quite a good job in managing different stakeholders. But uh, as a consultant, I think when you're working on the deliverables, you kind of have to think about how that will fit into different like work plans and consider more perspectives, I think, with regards to this specific project. Uh, but yeah, I think that was one of the difficulties. 
That's interesting to hear. So was this your first time working as a consultant ever? Because you mentioned you've done a few different projects. So was this the first project or was it a different project? I've done quite a few uh, student consultancy projects in university. Um, with CCN, I've done two. So the first one I did in my first year and the second one was my second year, which is with HSBC. The first one was uh, with a startup called um, Happier Health, which they used to be called Puddle. And I think they've returned to CCN for other projects as well. And um, yeah, I've done uh, projects with other um, societies as well. So Bridges for Enterprise, 180 Degrees Consulting. So did you notice sort of a difference between the different student consultancies or how did your experiences compare between the CCN 180 DC? Right, yeah, I'm happy to give like a general introduction to all of them. I used to be the president of Bridges for Enterprise. So hopefully there's no uh, personal bias coming through here. But I would say like uh, for Bridges for Enterprise, um, the, the thing that's different about it is just that uh, we work with like quite early stage, like impact focused startups from developing countries. So I guess there's that impact focus and you really get to work from the start with a founder on like certain like business, like research or like um, fundraising research in terms of like uh, researching how to do a good pitch deck or developing investor long list. So that was the BFE perspective. With CCN, I think uh, it's very much uh, the fact that they have such a good network of uh, various clients uh, that really provides a very uh, robust kind of project that you can work on various different kind of deliverables. They always have a quite wide range of projects. So I'll say that's the main thing about uh, CCN. And uh, 180 Degrees Consulting, I'll say like um, they also have an impact focused. And um, I guess if you're more focused on like consulting for nonprofits, uh, charities as well, um, and maybe certain like, I think they've done like stuff with Alzheimer's research and stuff. So I think it's more of that kind of angle. Just to go back to CCN, I think it has quite a good cast of like um, people from startups, um, so more early stage as well, and uh, more established companies. So I think it provides quite a wide experience for consultants. So I, I, I think that's uh, kind of the defining uh, experience for CCN and the consultants they can apply for it. Cool. Thanks for that. I think that's, that's probably going to be very useful for some of our audience to hear about. I know when I was applying to sort of student consultancies, I didn't really know what the difference was. So it's cool to get a rundown like that. Thanks. So overall, like a CCN as an organization uh, takes consultants who are at various stages of development. They might be beginners, they may be experienced, and they do offer a track like they join as consultants, then get elevated into engagement managers, and then probably come into the committee roles. So what sort of training and development support did you get from CCN? Right. Uh, yeah. So the launch events, um, they always provided that um, training um, with like regards to the project. So I think um, many first-time consultants, I think they struggle with the scoping of the project, right? Like you don't really know where to start. Um, you don't know, like you have like various limitations. You don't really know what's a good way to develop a good methodology. So the first launch event I attended was in person with Tedman was still around. And um, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Like they had the good frameworks for us to work on and kind of like, build up that case for what kind of deliverables you wanted to provide for that uh, health tech startup, Happier Health. And um, the second one with, with you, right, um, Karthik, when you were involved like, uh, just online, I think it was a very good introduction as well. You went through the, the methodology of a, a CCN project and how it's supposed to go. And uh, you kind of like laid out the progression. And uh, I think there were various incentive schemes, like um, for example, within like the so-called like most impactful consultant that I thought was quite interesting. Uh, in terms of other support, there were also other workshops. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't attend all of them. But um, I, I do think like the most impactful thing would be the launch event, personally, because um, like just having that good start 
and uh, providing that kind of structure. I think that's that's really what's needed for many uh, like first-time consultants new to consulting to really get started. Yeah, that's that's great to hear, and uh, we do give a great emphasis on the launch, and we usually schedule it for two to three hours in person solving a real case and uh, yeah recently we have introduced uh, online training programs where they have the slide deck skills and all of the skills probably we launched it last year which is now uh, getting quite a lot of positive feedback from the consultants to learn on their own pace after the launch event uh, thanks for the feedback would you comment on the working methodology with the team and the team dynamics. So how to, uh, as a piece of advice to the future consultants, what sort of mindset should they have when they embrace this journey and how to manage their time with the competing commitments of the academics and uh, other commitments? Right, yeah, I think that's a very good question. Um, the competing um, like commitments in Cambridge can be very tough. So I think it's very important. So um, I think, um, and I tell this a lot to the consultants in uh, my program before last time as well. I think that um, the key thing here is uh, really to manage the scope, the project um, at the start. And that would be the first thing. So the in terms of managing the scope, you have to think about two things, right? So first is how do we manage the scope such that it's the most impactful for the client? And second thing is, I think, is um, how do you manage the scope such that you can actually do it and it's feasible? And I think it's worth like taking one week or even two weeks to kind of work that out with the team, because um having like that good start of like what the scope should exactly be is like so important to managing the project development, right? And um I would say like some useful tools for that is just like things like issue trees, like problem trees to break down the problem or solution trees, which um in our project for the CCN thing um for the for the HSBC project, I mean, uh we actually worked on that quite uh, extensively. Uh, we did like probably one two weeks of we just broke up into two separate subgroups, uh, one team focusing on client research, one team focusing on competitive research, and we really broke down that issue tree. We kept going at it because it was such a new problem to us in terms of private banking, in terms of digitalization, uh, those teams. We really had to unpack the problem first before we go into the solution. So I think uh, maybe just one, like to sum up everything I've said, like one thing is to um, fall in love with the problem, not the solution. The solution can always change, right? So like... Um, like sometimes like consultants are too eager to jump into trying to solve the problem or pushing out the deliverables. But I think um, spending a bit more time on ana- analyzing the problem so that your solution is very like uh, problem focused or action actionable, basically, I think that's a key thing to improving the project and also to help you to manage your time, right? Because once you have that scope out, then you can like determine like how much hours you want to spend like per, per, per week. So I think uh, that's a key thing that um, I think people should do. So what do you think were sort of essential skills to have as a consultant working on this project? What allowed you to succeed? So I think um, for consultants, um, one key skill is just to be able to organize your thoughts and be able to learn like pretty quickly. So like the topics can be pretty complicated, right? You have to learn like maybe new investment teams and like how um, digital, digital trends kind of like fit into that. Uh, so being able to organize all of that information and deliver a very simple message to the client, I think that's a key skill that we need to have. A second skill maybe is just in terms of presentation skills and um, that can come with like some of the workshops that Kartek you mentioned and also comes with experience I think in terms of making sure you capture the most impactful statement in each slide and uh, in the way you're delivering it. I think the final thing is just in terms of like connections and like how you're making the best use of your network. So with CCN like we really work to network with like, other people as well. So we brought in like some fintech people 
just to offer some additional perspectives. And I think that just coming out of those alternative like, perspectives, I think will really make your student-driven project like quite different because that's what they're looking for. They're trying to come up with a competitive advantage, right? So they need some creative ideas. So I think having that creative input or like some resourcefulness to find some of these perspectives, I think is helpful. So I think those three things will be some key skills that uh, consultants will try to develop uh, in CCM, yeah. Quite comprehensive. So your feedback is really comprehensive. So when you said about uh, the project scoping, I completely agree. And most of the projects which are very successful are the ones who spend most of the time in scoping the problem, breaking into uh, streams and assigning deliverables to each stream. But projects do have contingencies on their way. So how do you manage project contingencies? Because the client, as you fix the deliverables in the midterm, probably there might be some changes in the project as well. And then project contingencies in terms of input from the team or input from the client do happen. So uh, what is your experience on contingencies and what is your advice for the consultants to handle contingencies? So I think, first of all, like the structure of the CCN delivery process as well as the consulting process helps to manage contingencies, right? Because there is a set like midterm deliverable point. And I think that the midterm deliverable, we shouldn't think of it as like we're done with the job, but rather it's a way to verify our assumptions and verify whether we've been on the same page with the client. Because it can be a situation where the client actually didn't really want this deliverable, right? Like you mentioned. And uh, maybe like, because they can't put all your time into talking to you, right? So they might forget as well. So I think the way we pivot from um, these contingencies is basically firstly keeping an open mind, just kind of like keeping a very broad view of what we are trying to do here as a project. And we take the feedback, like really like be very clear about where they're coming from. What kind of things are they trying to push forward? So in our case, uh, with our midterm deliverable, we kind of pivoted, I think. I think they liked the client research. They wanted to see more of it. So we had to develop more of like the client 360. They also wanted to see more specific like competitive features and they also wanted to develop a new like ESG angle in terms of um, how do we um, overcome greenwashing allegations and how does that fit into the digital team. So um, I think the key points to take note of is we have to firstly remember what the original scope was and decide how much of that um, that the client is proposing is relevant and be able to keep it into our scope because if the client could, they'll keep adding things to the scope, right? So we need to be quite realistic with what kind of um, scope we're, we're proposing here. And secondly, I think um, just to verify our assumptions and to make sure that we're keeping that story or that narrative flow of our original deck like kind of consistent. And I think that's the key things to pivoting. Firstly, like managing your own time and your own scope. And secondly, understanding how new developments fit into your original story flow. True, and often successful engagement managers do a lot of team management and project management. And that's what I believe you also summarized in overall. So at the end of the project, when you presented to the COO of HSBC, like uh, what was your learning from that? And how did you feel about uh, creating an impact uh, for the client? Maybe two main learning points. So firstly, like I realized that when I presented it, there was like a lot of information in my slides, to be honest. And I think, so this is not really relevant to um, all projects, but I think it's for this specific project where I realized like for for uh, research like digitalization in banking, it's so complex that I think the deliverable should have been structured as a report from the start. And we deliver the deck as highlighting the key parts of the report. So I think like it gave me a bit more perspective as to how to structure the deliverable from the start. 
depending on different industries, right? So if it was for like a bank, I might do that in a future project as well. So that's uh, one insight that it gave me. The second thing was just getting the feedback from the professionals, obviously from the various offices in HSBC. It was very helpful. So I think one thing is to really focus on the top line kind of like uh, impactful statements, like um, through your talking titles and making sure like you know what your key messages are because grabbing onto those key messages is more important for like the C-suite people that we were talking to. And those are the talking points that you can have discussions on. I think not being too caught up onto the technical details and really focusing on very short key messages in each of the, the research, I think it helps to create like discussion points. And that's what happened during our presentation where we kept it quite open. We just kind of discussed the talking title and sometimes they'll be like, oh, um, this competitive feature is quite interesting, like what UBS is doing. Can we talk more about that? So I think that's what drove more value for the client. Yeah, and I think finally, just in terms of like conducting myself professionally, I think it helped quite a lot just in terms of thinking about what you represent as in representing CCN and also like just the experience of uh, presenting. I think it was quite helpful. Very true. And covering the entire project into abstract, actionable slides and scheming or uh, creating a scream of information, which is just abstractly representing the entire work is really an art. And that's what consultants do over a long time and try to upskill themselves. Is there anything you would do differently next time? If you had to do this project again, would you would you take a different approach? Is there anything sort of even small details that you'd do differently? Like I mentioned earlier, like I will structure the roles differently, right? But I guess there are other things as well. So um, one thing I'll do maybe is to clarify a bit more about the client's working relationship because with this bank, right, it's quite complex and there's like really quite a lot of actors. It's not so simple as just one like founder you're talking to or one person you're talking to. I only realized nearer to the end that Fintama, which was their digital consultant, was a separate entity from HSBC. And we're working quite closely mainly with Fintama with one representative from HSBC. So I think what I'll start with is really clarifying who the stakeholders are and um, who's doing and contributing what part of the research to really understand how CCN might add value or how the consultant group might add value. So that might be something I might clarify at the start, just in terms of speaking more. And that only comes with the hindsight of like working with the bank and understanding how many different like stakeholders they're working with. I think another thing I would do differently is to pull in like different perspectives actually. So like more alternative perspectives. So after I finished the HSBC project, I actually started doing a lot more fintech engagements with like PwC as well as like talking to various founders. And I think like those perspectives might then inform my analysis and my recommendations for them to provide that alternative view that they wanted. But um, I didn't have the experience beforehand. So I think these are the main things. One last one, sorry, um, is just to really focus on the main impact points, right? Summarize all of that technical information into like a workable story flow or narrative. I think I'll work a lot more on that narrative because at the time, I think it was really too focused on the technical. Maybe we could have been more specific into like what talking points or like uh, actionable insights that we wanted to deliver. Yeah, I guess as a consultant, sort of getting a, a wide range of input and views is always sort of a useful skill, a useful opportunity. One of the things Georgina mentioned when we interviewed her was that it was interesting to work with students because sort of we're younger, um, we might have different ideas. So I guess that's sort of a similar theme across those interviews. We were wondering as well, do you have any unforgettable moments from the project you'd like to share with us or do you have any other thoughts or comments you'd like to add? Yeah, I think when the HSBC team offered to kind of do a run-through of their web app as well as their phone app, so it was quite interesting just to see like the work that goes behind it and uh, how they've taken um, like their own competitor research and like really designed something that's pretty pretty good to look at and like 
also, it was also interesting, I guess, like um, in terms of unforgettable moments, right? How our research started to align with Fintama. In terms of our client research, the way we broke down the client segmentation, it was very like aligned. So I think those moments give you that validation in terms of what you're doing, right? And uh, yeah, I think those those would be some of the key like moments for me. Cool. So how do you feel that working on this project has impacted your life? Has it has it benefited you in any ways apart from like in terms of what you learn, your CV and your job prospects? Beyond like CV and all that, right? I think it's really been quite a good starter for me in terms of understanding the world of wealth management and wealth tech, to be honest. I used to not really understand it so much. Like I kind of just had a very cursory view of it. Like, okay, so like asset managers, they message, uh, you know, manage a lot of money for people. That's all I, I had, right? And like, yeah, I understand the basic workings of bank. But um, after this project, I really had a very deep dive into the whole industry, understanding, for example, just the different kinds of portfolios people like to hold. Uh, what are some portfolio tools people are using? What are some digital portfolio tools, right? To um, like robo-advisors, for example. It really kickstarted that. And um, in terms of like a tangible example of how that's helped me, in another project I did with uh, PwC Race, they wanted to like do a subsector analysis of fintech and um, early stage fintech. So they wanted to analyze like wealth tech trends and uh, wealth tech startups. And I think like my contacts and connections in through this project really helped me with that, that project as well, where I brought in Fintama again, brought in HSBC again to ask them about like what are some trends they're looking at, um, what are some startups that they like to work with. It all connects with each other, right, with regards to these projects. But this project in particular, I think, really kickstarted a very strong network and uh, research understanding of um, the wealth tech industry. And yeah, I'm pretty grateful for it. I'm glad to hear it was a good experience. Thanks for all your time, Brandon. So what would be one piece of advice which you would give to the prospective CCN consultants in terms of the mindset which they should have when they jump into this journey? Yeah, great question. Uh, I think, first of all, um, I would just highlight, highlight two things. So first, when you're applying, like really think about what value you add to the project. Not just like looking at what kind of companies are the biggest or what have you, right? You should look at how your background really fits into a certain project or how your interests align with a certain project and how you can add background knowledge, your kind of research skills to that project. And I think that would help you have a very valuable project experience, right? Because if you pick the project that with a very good client, but you didn't really have that background, you kind of like maybe faked it through in the interview. Uh, in the end of the day, right, when you were doing the project, you wouldn't have a very good time as well. Like um, you might not develop a very good rapport with the team or it might be just very difficult for you to go forward with the research. So I think first of all, Think about what value you can add and just find the best fit. And the second thing is to think about what value you can extract from the project. So like kind of that two-way street, right? Going through the project, thinking about what are the next steps. For me, like the project doesn't end when the project ends, right? Because um, for me, I still kept that contact alive and brought it into other, other project streams that I had for as long as I could at least. So I think that there's a lot of value that goes beyond that project scope. And uh, as you guys did, like the CCN and HSBC project went on for another term, right? So it can keep going on. So I think having that broad mindset of what value you provide and what value you can extract, I think that can help you a lot um, and go a long way in any project you take on. Super. Thank you. Thank you, Brendan, for your time and uh, wish you all the best and uh, hope CCN work has created an impact in your personal learning journey. Yeah, it definitely has. And uh, thanks so much for just organizing it and organizing this podcast. Thank you, Brendan.
Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. Please do share our podcast with anyone who you think would find them useful and subscribe to CCN Talks on your favorite podcast app. Feedback is always welcome, so please leave us a review and let us know what you would like to hear more about. If you're interested in working on a CCN project or if you have a project you'd like to employ CCN for, please get in touch via email or our website, which is www.cambridgeconsultingnetwork.co. You can also find us on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram under the handle Cambridge Consulting Network. Thank you.